Hello, I'm Juliana Needham. Welcome to Dealcast. I'm joined by Francesca Micheletti, Deal Reporter's Associate Editor for Merger Control, who's over from Brussels. Welcome, Francesca. Now, you have spoken to the European Commissioner for Competition, Margaret Vestager. You've spoken to her about a few of the big deals that have been reviewed recently, such as Dow DuPont and the ongoing case of Bayer Monsanto. We'll come on to the specific deals in a moment, but can you firstly give us some idea of the main message she, she wanted to get across in this interview? Certainly. Well, the commissioner uh, appeared eager to give a message of a business-friendly EC merger control by which uh, simplified procedures are made even simpler, so non-problematic deals uh, uh, will be filed and cleared quickly. Uh, And even in more problematic cases, uh, she's open to um, uh, procedures such as early remedy offers or potentially avoiding an SO in phase two as long as the party's reasoning aligns with the ECs. Many more mergers can go through simplified procedure. So where, where there are no reasons to have concerns on behalf of, uh, of consumers, uh, customers, uh, post-merger, go, go, go. In order to allow for uh, businesses uh, to realize the rationale uh, of a deal. Uh, and that, I think, is, is very important uh, because we are not here to question a business rationale. Mm-hmm. We're here to take care that consumers are not being harmed Uh, by the merger in itself. And a major focus for EC merger control is innovation and data. What did the Commissioner have to say about that? Well, the Commissioner was careful to put innovation in its context, uh, specifying that uh, innovation scrutiny in merger review uh, is mostly relevant when there is already a concentrated market, such as it happened in Dow DuPont. Consumer harm in terms of of, uh, lack of innovation is, uh, is important. Uh, we do find, I think, I forgot the, the company names by now, but we do find sometimes that a merger will enable innovation mm-hmm. because you bring assets together that can enable innovation and you see that businesses actually plan for this. What has, has, has taken the most attention is, is, would be cases where we worry that the merger will uh, minimize uh, innovation. Uh, I think the Dove DuPont uh, is, is a prime example of that where you had the double reasoning, both innovation as such, but also innovation as a viability uh, instrument for the remedies proposed uh, to address our concerns. So, so you have uh, both, but I think you see in this uh, our willingness not just to focus on, on price, 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 but also what comes with price. That If a merger uh, will limit choice or innovation, and not only uh, give the risk of higher prices, then, of course, uh, we want to work with, uh, with the businesses to address these concerns. Uh, on data, the Commission is keen to assess uh, the role of data as an asset uh, in a merger, but it's uh, yet to uh, test its uh, reasoning in practice. We haven't had sort of the uh, big data case yet, but, but we are looking... Uh, to, to understand the role of data in, in mergers as such. Um, because we see data as an asset as well as any other asset, uh, as a potential barrier to entry, as something that can enable foreclosure. And, and this is a way to show that uh, we keep uh, developing our analytical tools uh, in order to make sure that we can fulfill our mission, that consumers are not harmed. And you asked her about the Bayer Monsanto deal. 
Um, we've got a 5th of April deadline for a decision on that case. What did she have to say about that? Well, the commissioner looked as if the deadline uh, would be still a while away. Well, we know that uh, uh, a decision needs to be made now if uh, the EC is going to meet its uh, provisional 5th of April deadline. Well, I think the, the Bayer Monsanto is different in that it's not sort of a, a political, political mm. uh, interest, uh, because of course sometimes we have interests from from governments, what will happen in, in this merger, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. where uh, the Bayer Monsanto has, uh, has attracted, uh, I think for good reasons, uh, a lot of attention among citizens and, and NGOs uh, of different kinds. Uh, so we have had an, an unprecedented interest also in forms of emails and, and postcards and, you know, genuine interest. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, and I think it's important to say, well, that I understand completely. I can relate to the concerns and I can say I will do my part uh, with the tools that we have uh, for the, the task that we have at hand. Uh, and, and of course, I expect of, of colleagues uh, and, and member states that they will do their thing. But, but for obvious reasons, I will use my tool for what is it, it's meant for, mm -hmm. and that is competition issues. Whatever the outcome, would it be aligned with the U.S.? to your knowledge at the moment? Well, as in any case, and, and I cannot be specific about it, uh, but as in any case, uh, it depends on the market situation. Mm. And, and I think very often, not that we diverge in many cases, but if there is a diversion, it is related to the market situation. And this interview with Commissioner Vestager comes at a time when she's looking to win support for a second mandate. When is her time in Brussels due to come to an end? And how likely is it she'll be appointed to a second term? Well, uh, Vestager is in office until mid-2019. Uh, she has expressed eagerness for a second mandate, but this will largely depend on her home country, Denmark, and the degree of political support she will have there. Uh, what the commissioner has told us is that in political terms, uh, um, 2019 is 100 years from now. Great. Thanks, Francesca, and thank you for listening.